Hi everybody, this is Gad Saad. I returned uh, yesterday afternoon from the Stanford University Conference on Academic Freedom, which was uh, truly a wonderful gathering. I'll probably be releasing a sad truth clip discussing some of the uh, you know things that uh, happened at the conference, some of the notable moments uh, in a future sad truth clip. But for today, what I wanted to do is uh, as many of you know, tomorrow could potentially be the day that democracy dies. It's, it, it's, it's extinguished because if the Democrats don't win tomorrow and by winning retain the, 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 the Senate and retain uh, the House of Representatives, uh, then democracy dies. And so and incidentally, many of you know, undoubtedly, that the way the Nobel Democrats do things is that they uh, do a quick focus group that morning and they decide, here is the, the the line that we're going with. And then every single person and their mother just keeps repeating, if this doesn't happen, democracy dies. And so, as a even though I'm Canadian, as a strong, strong supporter of uh many of the Democrats' platforms, and especially the platform of the squad, the most left of the Democratic Party, uh, I decided to weigh in yesterday on social media on uh, you know things that are very likely to bring the end of democracy. And it's and 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 by the way, when when the Democrats say that democracy will will end, it's definitely not a form of irrational hide under the desk hysteria. It's totally, totally rational. So here we go. So these are the things that I thought, I'm just going to read them for you from my uh, Twitter uh, feed. Okay, here we go. You ready? Please remember, American, if you exercise your right to vote on Tuesday, meaning tomorrow, but vote for the wrong party, then democracy dies. Democracy only holds if you vote as I tell you to vote. And by the way, these are literally the things that they are saying. Okay, If you vote for Dr. Oz rather than John Fetterman, then democracy dies. If you think that women can't have nine-inch penises, then democracy dies. That, that's, that's an important one. These transgender issues that have completely consumed our public space narrative. By the way, remember, people who suffer from, trans, uh, from uh, gender dysphoria are a minuscule number of people, but it is absolutely the key issue that will either maintain civil society or democracy will die. And so this is why I now strongly support women who have nine-inch penises, because otherwise democracy will die. If you support meritocracy, you know, like a this disgusting mechanism whereby you judge people based on their merit, and if you do so, over the noble die religion, die stands for diversity, inclusion, and equity, then democracy dies. If you don't retrofit your house with windmills, then democracy dies. 
If you think that the scientific method is the only way of testing scientific hypotheses, then democracy dies. There are all sorts of other liberating epistemological tools that we can use. You want to study astronomy or you want to do that BS white science astronomy? What about indigenous astronomy? Completely different outside the realm of the white scientific method. If you say you're going to stick to the scientific method developed by whom? By white men. Democracy dies. You have to decolonize science. As I explain in The Parasitic Mind, hashtag science must fall. <clears throat> if you don't agree with the Malibu meditator that Orange Himmler remains an existential threat to humanity right now, even though he's not president, then democracy dies. As the Malibu meditator said, you know, he is akin to a, a, a you know, an asteroid, a, you know, hurling towards Earth. But that, that's less. The asteroid hurling towards Earth is less of an existential threat than Orange Himmler. If you don't agree that nearly all GOP members are <laughs> mega, maga, magnetic, maggot insurrectionists, then democracy dies. You see there I used, in the parasitic mind, I have in chapter six, what I call the concatenation strategy. So when you, for example, have at the time that I wrote the parasitic mind, I think at the time it was about 37,000 terror attacks across nearly 70 countries that otherwise vary on every possible metric that a country can vary on, all done since 9-11 alone in the name of one ideology precisely because the committers of those noble acts of peaceful terrorism are telling you why they're doing it we have professors les bien pensants who know better because they're on a higher plane of knowledge and morality who then use the concatenation strategy it's not due to the noble ideology it's due to you ready paleobotanical, ergonomic, sociocultural, bioanthropological causes. So you see, by me putting a whole bunch of concatenated words, paleoorganic, botanical forces, then it's more nuanced. You know, only mega, maga, magnetic, magnanimous, maggot insurrectionists you know, Republicans, would think that it's due to the noble ideology. If you don't think that the path to feminist liberation is through noble abortions, and by the way, let me remind you, I'm pro-choice, then democracy dies. You, you really, and this is why, by the way, someone like just, I mean, Oprah is, is my hero. She's just, she's, her, her mental acuity is just breathtaking. Uh, it's totally in a cosmic justice sense. It's wonderful that she's a billionaire and that she could, you know, give you the Oprah effect and so on. She came out in favor of John Fetterman, who, you know, anybody who thinks that John Fetterman can't serve in the Senate because of the medical ordeal he went through and 
you know, of course, notwithstanding the fact that he can't complete a single sentence or a single thought. And I'm not, I'm truly not trying to make fun of him because, you know, my heart goes out to him in that, you know, it's a terrible ordeal to go through. But apparently anyone who thinks that maybe he's not fit to serve as one of 100 senators in the U.S. Senate is an ableist. Because, I mean, what do you mean? Don't people serve in the Senate who have to wear glasses? What a beautiful equivalence. Because wearing glasses, because your eyesight is uh, is going through a degrading, uh, you know, uh, uh, or, or the capacity to see is 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 being re- is reduced, uh, is the exact same thing as having suffered a devastating stroke. So, Oprah, even though she's been a quote mentor or brought in Dr. Oz, you know, the thoracic surgeon. I don't mean to apply that every surgeon is a is a brilliant person, but he certainly is uh, uh, in control of his mental acuity. He certainly seems sharp. Uh, she decided to not support Dr. Oz, but go with John Fetterman because, you know, Roe versus Wade. If your vile, diseased little people, also known as your children, are no longer masked today, then democracy dies. One of the things that I really loved is when you see all of the noble Democrats, the adults, in, in, in photo after photo where they are not masked, but then the four-year-olds are all masked in mask burkas. That's noble. That's because the science says you got to mask those little fuckers. They're diseased. That, that's just science. By the way, I'll talk about uh, the Stanford conference where I met uh, many of the people from Stanford and Hoover Institution who uh, were dead set against many of the public policy decisions that were made regarding COVID. Uh, I actually, I, I already was uh, impressed with them and meeting them only increased that. So we'll talk about that in a future Sad Truth clip. So again, if your vile, diseased little people are not currently wearing masks, democracy dies. Not sure if they are. Oh, this one is very important. If you don't list your pronouns prior to any and every interaction, then democracy dies. Why are you an asshole? Why don't you just list your pronouns? Because it's totally natural, as I explained way back in 2014, when I went to Wellesley College and I dealt with those issues prophetically, it's totally normal for a social species to list a sexually reproducing species with the male and female phenotype that for all of humanity, we were able to very accurately categorize people, whether they were in the male or female phenotype, to now throw that away because that's antiquated binary thinking, right? By first asking about pronouns and listing your pronouns, then you don't get into this trouble where you misgender people. That's really the natural way. And anyone who doesn't think that, then democracy dies. If you do not explicitly promote twerking drag queens as an important pedagogic tool when teaching four-year-olds, then democracy dies. Many people have rightly said that if you really want to get children to be excited about reading books, about the, the, the love of 
picking up, I'm surrounded by books. And the joys and beauty of being a well-read person. There really is no better way to do that. As we're seeing prop up all over the United States, drag queen reading hour is by having a bunch of drag queens twerk in front of four, five, six years old as a way to serve as a conduit for them, you know, lighting up their, their, their hopefully eventual voracious appetite for reading. Twerking drag queens equals reading. That's just science. And if you don't believe that, democracy, if not science, dies. This next one is is really very clear. Almost, I don't need to say it. If you are white and you choose to procreate, then democracy dies. By the way, this is a literal position. One of the ways that one can combat whiteness as some noble Democrats have said is, you know, why don't you stop being an asshole and not have children? So I think, so you see all of these, which are literal positions. I, I present them in my inimitable, glorious style, but these are real positions. I'm not making them up. I'm not being hyperbolic. If you don't think that Rachel Levine, that glorious woman who lived as a man for 60-some years and fathered two children, but then now as a woman, therefore we celebrate her as the first admiral of human health services, whatever. If you don't think that Rachel Levine is the epitome of a female role model, then democracy dies. We know sex is a spectrum we know gender is a spectrum. That's it. This next one is very good. If you don't think that Professor Dr. Gatsad is by far the wisest, sexiest, funniest, and most extraordinary individual, then, yeah, you got it, democracy dies. If you don't acknowledge that your home is on stolen land, then democracy dies. I think it's a great idea where every email at university, every uh, ceremony, every talk where you introduce a speaker, graduating ceremony for students that are where we're supposed to be celebrating, where we don't start with first a land acknowledgement saying that we are sitting and standing on stolen land. That's just correcting historical grievance because there is no other place on earth where someone else was in that land before another group came. Oh no, wait, other than every single square inch on earth, it's called history. It's called human history. But now we should do the forensic accounting, but only one way, only, you know, white settlers are evil. And by the way, I am, I'm, I'm doing this clip right now. I mean, it's, it's my home that I pay a mortgage for, but I'm sitting on stolen land. Because as Lebanese Jews growing, growing up in Lebanon and for being in that region for 6,000 years, my family contributed to, you know, the erasure of indigenous people in the Montreal region. If you grant freedom of speech or academic freedom to the rubes, the plebs, the great unwashed, with whom I disagree, then democracy dies. As that professor, I, I 
I posted the interaction I had with him. I actually uh, made him famous at the Stanford conference. Uh, he said, oh, yeah, right. It's great that Elon Musk now is going to allow equal footing to, to people's opinions that are wrong, misinformed, disinformation, misguided. Exactly. Because he holds, that professor holds the correct views. And those who hold the deferring views are rubes. If we allow, if we amplify their voice, democracy dies. I think I'm done. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 I'm not. Sorry. If you are a heterosexual man who refuses to have sex with women equipped with nine-inch penises, then democracy dies. Oh, apparently I have, I have, I think, one more. If you don't think that fetuses can know that they are transgender whilst also stating that they are non-viable human beings. So at the same time that they are non-viable human beings, they also know that they're transgender in utero. If you don't, if you can't hold both both those noble thoughts in your head, then democracy dies. So as you can see, I'm in in the eighteenth minute of this sad truth clip. There are many ways by which democracy dies. If the right thing doesn't happen tomorrow, and I'm Canadian again, I don't have a proverbial dog in the fight, but I do have a dog in the fight, and that is that I'm a defender of decency of reason, of logic, of the scientific method, of rationality, of the deontological principles that define the Western tradition. If you don't vote right tomorrow, dear Americans, then democracy will die. Cheers, everybody.